podcast all about public toilets with me shivani and me steve and this week we're talking about the bodet <laughs> where the or, body or... <laughs> is some people like to say it yeah um before we get into the episode this might be the last episode we do might be might be yeah for now mm-hmm just because, I was just going to say if we want to explain why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It's a lot of work and not a lot of listeners. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to stop for a while and see if people, if see if more people listen to past episodes. And if people do, then maybe we'll make some more because there is, there will be an appetite for it. Oh, yes. But if they don't, then maybe we'll just stop. Yeah. But but we could come back every now and then. Like like I I'm imagining a Christ, I'm imagining a Christmas episode reunion mm-hmm. could be in the works. Yeah. And maybe maybe just even doing some less frequent ones in the future. Maybe we do once a month or something. Yeah. But for now we're gonna we're gonna do this one. We're gonna wait a bit and see what happens. And and that's that's that. <laughs> so if you are an avid listener and you enjoy our material, then do. Do 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 the whole rate and subscribe thing and leave a comment wherever you wish to leave a comment. Uh, on, leave it, it. on a public toilet. Somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> leave it in a place where we might see the comments so that we know that you're liking it. Um, and then also tell your friends and family, uh, colleagues, people you think might enjoy the stuff that we talk about. And if you have any requests for stuff that you want to hear then let us know contact us at so yeah, and mirrors maybe maybe oh. we get some requests and absolutely then we just we get five or six requests and we just do six more episodes somewhere somewhere in the distant future for yeah specifically about those things and if you don't like the show um then just sit back and do nothing yes because that'll be the best thing you could do to make yeah. it stop although i don't know why you're still here yeah just stop it. listening now <laughs> but yeah let us know uh if you're enjoying everything uh at soap and mirrors on instagram at soap and mirror on twitter and then at uh, just soap and mirrors podcast at gmail.com have you checked that gmail hmm? have you checked that gmail or is that yeah we haven't, we haven't we haven't yeah there's nothing's coming in we could have oh okay yeah. i was like we haven't been checking it maybe no i, I like... check it i check it nothing okay. comes in <laughs> yeah <laughs> great uh cool right Back to bodies. Back to bodies. And to start with, the final word of the day, which is a word in a different language for toilet that we mm-hmm. do in every episode. Yeah. Now, I, I have a feeling you'll know this one. I tried to make it slightly harder than the original one I had, but I think, based on what I know about you, I think you'll still know it. Oh. I'm not sure so, I will. Well, you have let's more find confidence out. in me than I do. Let's find out. <laughs> The word, it's certainly less strange than my last one. Uh, which <laughs> so the word is lavabo. Oh. Lavabo. Do you not know it? No. Okay, good. That makes it more exciting. <laughs> lavabo. Yes. Uh, can I have a clue? It's 
spoken in somewhere you might visit occasionally. Where I may visit. Yeah, I think so. Or at least somewhere you pass through to visit. Is it another word for toilet in Spanish? It's not Spanish. Okay. But it's very close to Spanish. Catalan? It is Catalan. Ah! Oh, fancy So I didn't, I didn't do the Spanish one because it's... It, I feel like most people know it. It's like banyo. It's like yeah, banyo. although there are other words for toilet there in are, Spanish. There are, but yeah. I didn't want to get too obscure. Yeah, no, fair enough. Okay, so cool. I decided to go with Catalan and we can do a little, you know... I feel like not everyone even knows that Catalan has a language. Sort of oh. what they speak up in the barcelona area. Yeah. And in Andorra as well. And Andorra, that's... And yeah. you go to Andorra, don't you? Yes, I do. Sometimes. I yes. do. I do. I knew that. So I thought, hmm, ah. maybe she'll know this one. But yeah. that's why I didn't do Spanish. <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> no, but I... the reason... Uh-huh. Go on. No, you no, go no, no. I have nothing to say. You go on. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the reason I picked this... So then the reason I was going to pick Spanish, so this is more related to Spanish, but it was a little bait and switch, is that the... International Bodybuilding Federation's headquarters, so body relation <laughs> um, there, is in Madrid. Oh! They speak Spanish. Not really Cat. Well, they probably speak a bit of Catalan as well, but mostly Spanish. Um, right. So that's where that little link is. Is So do you think bodybuilding was firstly a more Spanish thing? and then I don't know the history yeah. of it, but I did look up what countries are... They they have like rankings of countries for bodybuilding, and the USA is first. I think Canada second, actually. Okay. Wow, bodybuilding is just oh man, it's commitment. I I mean I build my body. I just build it in a slightly different way than yeah. Do. Me too. I go for the um slightly doughy. I work for the doughy yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. I try and aim to look like a cake. <laughs> it's more of a body baking, really. <laughs> That's the best kind of bodybuilding. <laughs> body baking. I do like sitting in the sun as well, in that sort of baking fashion. Well, there you go. Yeah. Get the dough all ready and then mm. bake it out in the sun and you've yeah. got a nice... Pie. <laughs> Got a nice you. <laughs> um, doesn't doesn't like a little oven ping timer go off when you're ready? Ping. I I think it goes off in the form of like your skin sizzling from sunburns. <laughs> mm, tasty. <laughs> uh, cool. No, hot. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm getting my words wrong. Um, but you wanted to have, get something off your chest for... I did! I did! Absolutely! Uh, sorry, I'm actually just having a temperature issue right now. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> no, of all the body baking, baking, I'm having like a horrible <laughs> hot flush right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, something I did want to get off my chest is that uh, in a previous episode, I mentioned we talked about... Uh, male and female urinals and yep. we how we wanted to address public toilets for men and women historically so on that note do you know steve when the first public toilets at least in england came about 
The first ever public toilets in England. Yeah. I mean, how what are we classifying as public toilets though? Okay, so the the flushable public toilet. Not like the ones they had in castles and things. No, 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 no. So yeah, pre so pl- in the plumbing era. Ooh, post plumbing. Yeah. Uh. Eighteen fifty one. Yes. <laughs> Is it actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. Like bang on, like bang on. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I just know that. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, well, what was happening in eighteen fifty one was a very iconic thing that happened. In terms of inventions and... They invented... <laughs> the light bulb. I don't know. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What, what was invented? Is it something like related to toilets? or is it like uh, No, no. So, so what was happening? No, something happened in, in England. Uh, Hyde Park. Big event. Oh, the, oh, it is the big like... Yeah. Accident. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. National exposition. Yeah, exhibition? the Great Exhibition. Yeah. Absolutely. Great, so. Okay, that's probably what I was thinking. Eighteen fifty-one. Yes. I was like, yeah. Somehow no, I think, connected I think that my brain, but this. I have no idea why that would be connected. Yeah. So George Jennings, who is is the uh, inventor of the the flushing toilet, supposedly, he was a, a plumber from Brighton. He exhibited the the flushing toilet, and it was. During this year, or shortly after, in the next year, where these toilets started to be installed, but at this at the Great Exhibition, I believe that you could try the toilet out, and you could you could pay a penny to use it, which is where the phrase "spend a penny" comes from. Penny for your poop. Penny for your poop. <laughs> penny for your thoughts. No, just for your poop. Nope. Uh, you don't want thoughts. No, no thoughts. Just excrement, please. The thoughts of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but these toilets were for men. So I don't, what is not clear is that it's, it's perceived as men were the only ones that were, were brave enough to use them or expected to use them because women, if they were seen to be entering a public toilet, it would have been hugely frowned upon. Very indecent. Yeah. So I imagine maybe some women, just because it was a, you know, this is a huge, exciting event. Probably did try them out, but then, as public toilet, these public toilets were installed, women were not comfortable using them because it just wasn't the right thing to do. And this is also related to the whole, you know, men go out, men earn the money, men do the work, and women stay at home and all the domestic duties and visit friends and family and stuff like that. You know, that was just the thing that was happening in the Victorian times. And because public toilets weren't really a thing, that was also the sort of origination of the loo leash. Have you heard of the loo leash before? Yeah. Yeah, which is what... uh... you walk your poo on a leash. (laughs) Like a dog, when you don't have a dog. It's it's you walking your log. Well, I am. I definitely have a bit of a loo leash going on. I do not walk my poo or my toilets or yeah anything related to toilets. It's what ties me to 
a certain distance away from my house or wherever yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, so that's we have talked like, about this before. Yeah. We we have perhaps, but off air, I believe we may have talked oh, about was it. Was it? Yeah, very possibly. Interesting, but I'm not sure. Anyway, listeners, you can tell us whether we talked about it or not. Interesting. We have conversations not on the podcast. <laughs> about toilets more toilets it happens it, it happens doesn't end here people <laughs> yeah anyway so women back in 1851 and and thereafter very much had a loo leash men could just go wherever they wanted on the streets or or in the public toilets women couldn't really do this and what happened thereafter was the creation of the ladies sanitary association so this was a group that campaigned for public toilets for women how do you think that was received by men, Steve? Based on what I know about the history of men, I bet they just loved it. All for it. No problem. <laughs> Smooth sailing. <laughs> Public toilets for ladies that were installed in the next year and it was all good to go. Well, uh, you might be disappointed to now know. Now take that and opposite of it is what <laughs> I <I'm> <laughs> So yes, men grossly opposed this uh they did not like the idea of women's toilets women's public toilets being set up near men's toilets and did they give it any reasoning or was it just a generic i think it's just a generic uh i don't think this i don't don't want it i don't want women's toilets near my toilet yeah you know sometimes they try to justify like stupid things like okay well tell you what here here is a justification justification in uh, quotation marks so what happened was there was another campaign group set up and what happened was a women's like a model of a woman's toilet was set up on a street i believe in camden this is in in north london mm-hmm. and what happened is that men deliberately drove their cabs into the model of the toilet and what they said was, oh, it just, oh, it's just an inconvenient position or inconvenient place. I just happened to drive my cab into it. It was, sorry, it was just inconveniently located. Basically, women's toilets were just not really a thing until toilets started to be introduced in more public places like shops and where women would, would frequent and be okay going to toilets and feel comfortable um, in these environments for example in selfridges uh, the shop on oxford street in london uh, in 1953 there were public toilets for women but if we think about 1851 and then 1953 and perhaps you know a few years earlier than that that's a long time for 100 years toilets to just be installed in shops yeah uh but just popping back a few years uh suffragettes who of course uh, fought for women's rights to women's rights to vote and to serve well they also campaigned for when they were you know then allowed to work during the war was that you know okay we're, we're at work now we need toilets we need changing rooms uh and once again there were pushbacks from men because i cannot believe it well, believe it, Steve. Uh, it's because men thought that women were stealing men's jobs. So they weren't really keen for having women's toilets installed. Uh, even though women kind of had to work because, you yeah, know, war. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah, it's such an odd, like, who else is going to do this job? Everyone yeah, else is, who else you know, is going to make overseas. your weapons to uh, fight the battle with? Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, so in terms of workplace regulations, it was only in 1992. That is after I was born. Okay, really? Yes, barely. Okay. Uh, Workplace regulations uh, in 1992 meant that separate toilets must be uh, fitted in workplaces. But that, what, 1992? This is why I think I've got my dates wrong. Something in 1992 must be... But it might be that that they were slowly being added, but there was no regulation. So, like, some places were adding them, but then some weren't. And eventually they were like, okay, well, for some reason, these people still aren't doing this. So now we need to make a law about it. That that last 10% of places that were like, no, there's no law, so we're just not going to add toilets for women. Yeah. I guess there has to be a law now because you guys are idiots. Right. That's what I would imagine. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But yeah, 1992 for workplaces to provide toilets for both sexes. So I think that just, it just blows my mind that it's taken that long for it to actually be written down in law to say, you need to provide this basic human right in the workplace. Anyway, so, and gosh, yeah, women, you know, women need to use the toilet a lot. As much as men, I would guess, yeah. ish, or I, like... or more, because uh, menstruation or pregnancies. Uh, also, I think women have more UTIs, get more UTIs than men. So you know when those UTIs are happening, oh man, <laughs> it's like peeing every ten minutes. Not good. No. Okay. Well, I'm grateful that today there are men's and women's toilets. Uh, in workplaces, and um, but but not in equal measure in public spaces. Unfortunately, again, we refer to this in in terms of urinals. Lots of urinals for men by a long shot. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I have some stuff to talk about that is related to bodies. That is, um, equally educational, but. <laughs> Probably less <laughs> highbrow. If that's that's the right okay. Word. We're a lowbrow show. Well, that's great because I am going to talk all about poop. Because poop comes from your body, didn't you know? I did know. And uh, and you can tell a lot about your body based on your poop. So I'm guessing that if you're eating right now, you probably don't want to eat. So stop, stop eating. I'm not eating. Don't worry. Uh, I'm not eating. Listener, stop oh, well, eating. <laughs> you can eat and think about how, what it will become. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I want to lo- have a little chat about. Actually, let's start with a quiz. Have a little bit of fun here. Okay. Uh, I don't know what health body has said this, but what do you think is the longest length of time suggested for a poop before you should start being worried about constipation it's like the length of time you're sitting down doing a poop Mm, 10 minutes i don't know it's not you're not far off it's 15 minutes okay and actually it says 10 to 15 minutes so you're on the lower end correct i guess yeah um so yeah if you are on the toilet for 16 minutes or more Mm -hmm. you should consider the fact that you might be a little bit constipated yeah it's good to know definitely 
keep that egg timer next to the toilet. And yeah. Timer poos. I think some people who obviously have health existing health conditions will certainly know. I know that when we did a I did an Instagram survey a little while ago, and quite a lot of the Instagram community uh, following at Soap and Mirrors uh, were long poopers. And this could have been yeah, this could have been well, multiple reasons. I did not ask why. Uh, some people it was it was you know I'm trying to waste time at work. <laughs> Other people yeah. it was a legitimate health condition. You know, IBS, for example. Uh, and various uh, Crohn's and colitis. Yeah, well, and I stuff. mean, if you yeah. know that you have, that, yeah, you'll know. But if you're if you're taking unusually long poops and you don't know, yeah, then something to definitely get checked out. All right, next thing we are going to discuss mm-hmm. is poop shapes. Oh. So there is there's something called the Bristol stool. Yeah, I have, I have. Oh, this is a fun. I try and avoid it because it really grosses me out. Uh, well, we are going to dive right into it instead of avoiding it today. And oh. so the Bristol stool chart basically consists of seven different like shapes or types of poop you can do. Mm-hmm. And what they might mean, what they might mean for you. So it's kind of divided into three sections. So the first two are might indicate a little bit of constipation. So type one of this is if it comes out in separate hard lumps like nuts and they're hard to pass <laughs> and i found this chart i don't know where this chart comes from but someone has made up this chart to like to make each one a bit more fun so they've they've called this one constipation and it's like marbles <laughs> a fun little, a fun little in- infographic that we can share uh, so type one looks like marbles constipation okay i'm imagining like sheep poop yeah, I think oh, a little bit like that. Okay. Less grassy, though. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you've been eating grass for some reason, but that's, that's I mean, that's a different problem. Yeah. Uh, type two, sausage-shaped, but lumpy. And... <laughs> so I'm just cringing so hard. <laughs> on my fun little chart, they call this one mild constipation caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> So those are the two constipation ones. Then you got the, I think the two next ones are sort of like what you want to have. Uh, yeah, so we've got type three and type four. So type three, sausage-shaped, sausage so sausage-shaped, but with cracks on the surface. So maybe it's a bit dry, but, you know, it's just, it's it's good. Uh, and this one they, they refer to as hot dogs. <laughs> I don't know why they've chosen food. Yeah, it's a food really bad well. idea. Caterpillar is fine, but food, I don't know. Anyway, uh, type four. So again, it's sausage or snake-like. Smooth and soft. Uh, These are real easy. Uh, and this one they've called snakes. Then we move on to the next three. And this might be, this is where you're starting to, to veer into the diarrhea territory. Oh, gosh. Uh, the further along you get. So type five. Soft blobs with clear-cut edges. And then in brackets, easy to pass. Indeed. And this one, they've they've said on their chart, lacking fiber, and it's amoebas. What does that even mean? I don't know why they chose... Uh, I don't know why most of the decisions have been made here, but (laughs) that one is amoebas. Uh, The next one is fluffy pieces with ragged edges. Mushy. (laughs) And they've chosen this one's mild diarrhea, and they've chosen to go with soft serve. 
Oh no! Why? Why? And it's even there's even a the little infographic. There's a spoon oh, in it. No, no. Oh gosh. And the final type seven is watery and no solid pieces, oh. entirely liquid. And this one they have called diarrhea. Jackson Pollock. Ah. Oh. If you don't know who Jackson Pollock is. He is an abstract painter who paints by just throwing paint on the canvas. I think we were going to say throwing poop then, not throwing diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he did not do that. He may, was, maybe he has. No, I think it's mostly <laughs> paint-based stuff. But yeah. you get the idea. So yeah, so you got marbles, caterpillars, hot dogs, snakes, <laughs> amoebas, soft serve, and Jackson uh... Pollock. Oh, why? And those are all the types. Oh man, yeah. I just I have ever since I've learned about the Bristol Stool Trot, I've just avoided it so hard because it's just, just it's just so it. gross. It but it can me help out. you though. It can help you if you need to get more fiber. I feel like it's one of those things where you can you can tell if you are if you're going to the toilet and you you're you're having digestive issues or if you're having particularly bad gas or you're spending too long what well, you're you like know instinctively you know that something needs to be addressed right it's not something that we inspect inspect our poo in fact we mentioned it in our opinions episode where there was it was a quite high or like maybe 50% or just above 50% of people don't look at look in the toilet after they've been so they say so they're not yeah. keeping tabs I'm someone who does keep tabs, but that's just because I I just it's just habit. Yeah, for the most part, you can't so, tell. Yeah, just by by the the feeling. <laughs> yeah, you just know. Um, rather than having to properly inspect your your poopsicles, uh, you know. Well, for those who do inspect, I've got one more chart to to share. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and this so uh, actually, I've realized these the like the the. Kind of caterpillary soft serve bits. So it's from an article at Healthline. I think Healthline, whatever whoever wrote this, just made it up. So they've made another one about color. And to represent this, they've used a a palette, like a painter's palette, with different blobs of color on it. Oh which gosh. Maybe paint or maybe poo. Uh-huh. Did not say. Uh, but we'll talk about the different colors. So we've got yellow. What do you think yellow means? Oh. Oh, I don't. I just because I know, I know how much you love picturing and thinking oh, about this. Oh my gosh, this is just—I'm feeling a bit ill. Um, you've got some issues with your uh, uh, bile, or it's your gastric juices. Something going on there. It's it's too much fat or like malabsorption. Okay. Or celiac disease, apparently. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. Uh, next one's a nice, easy, but more gross one. Red, blood, yeah, or too many, like too many beats. Oh, that's true. Be- beats as well. Yeah. They don't actually say that in this. Uh, yeah. Or no, it does. It says you you ate red things. Yeah. <laughs> or you, it says you ate red things or hemorrhoids or bleeding in the intestines. It's like what are the other? Uh, what about white? So white is you actually said the answer before. Uh, bile. Of gastric yeah, juices. bile duct, bile duct okay. might be blocked. It says. Oh. Um, black. Also blood. It could be. Yeah. There's other. There's other le- or more benign possibilities, though. Uh. What we... might you have eaten? Oh, I'm trying to think. What's dot dot squid ink? 
Probably, actually. <laughs> I, I remember they had those... Didn't they have those, like, squid ink burgers one time at Burger King? And Possibly. Everyone was having, and it gave everyone black poop, and everyone was oh. freaking out. Oh. <laughs> it's, I'm guessing that they stopped doing that very quickly after. I, I think they did after a little while. Oh. I think they mostly were just like, it's fine, it's not bad for you. I can't um, think of Also, licorice. Foods. Oh, licorice. God, you have to to eat a lot of licorice for that to happen, surely. I would probably eat that amount. Oh, okay. (laughs) I love licorice. Um, The the next color is super green. You ate green things? Yeah, you ate green things, or it says it might be passing too fast. Okay, gosh. No. A little green is okay, and any shade of brown is you're good to go. Way. And that is the poop rainbow. Oh, lovely. Oh. Is that is that all the poo talk? There's lots more poop stuff. <laughs> but we'll leave it there for now. <laughs> yeah, write into us. If you want to know more about poo, uh by special demand, we will make an episode just on poo. And apparently uh, uh, pooping up to even once a day or once every 3 days is kind of the right amount of poop. Yeah. If you're, if you're pooping. Uh. Oh no. Wait. Yeah. One. It, I don't know. This. Okay. If you're taking more than two days apart to poop, you might be constipated. Okay. Well, there we go. More than two days between poops. Yeah. It's one of those things where I know. I know we've just talked about poo in great detail here. It is a really important thing to monitor your digestion and to see how you're feeling in terms of that in in that department because digestion is is super important you know you have to your you have to get nutrients from your food and and fiber yeah and then you have to get rid of the stuff that your body doesn't need and if you've got any issues in that department it is something you have to address because your body will be thankful for it long term it really will so something that you if even if you're a bit shy talking about. I mean, we're we're happy to listen to you. If you need some, if you need an ear or someone on the other end of an email address that you just need to talk about stuff, then go for it. But we we are not experts. But go to your doctor. Absolutely, talk to a close family member or friend um, if you've got issues. Just talk about it because it's important. You 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 keep healthy. Nothing tastes as good as a good poop feels. There's a little play on the. Yeah. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels, but that's not a good, that's no, not a good thing to yeah. think. So I I flipped it and turned it into a poop nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. Oh, no. Poo, poo is good. Poo is good. Good yeah. poo is good. Yeah. Uh, Steve, do you know what toilet is made out of? Yep. Hit me. Porcelain. What about it? So it's beautiful porcelain skin. It's all on the outside. <laughs> well, what yeah. is skin deep for a toilet? Isn't skin skin deep? Isn't <laughs> this is a good point? Isn't it supposed to be deeper than skin deep? Isn't mm. the whole saying like it's only skin deep? Beauty is only skin. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, what is beneath <laughs> the skin? <laughs> a beautiful toilet heart. <laughs> yeah. What would the heart of the toilet be? Mm. So I'll tell heart you what, beating throbbing heart. Mm. Uh, I tell you what. I'm gonna just say some parts of the toilet, and we'll have a little, we'll have a little quiz. You and I, and we can relate mm-hmm. it to body parts if you want. What? Sure. What do you think the flush would be? The flush handle. 
flash. So yeah. we're comparing it to like a human body. Yeah, maybe? yeah, let's do it like that. So the flush handle, so that's kind of the thing that kicks kicks it all yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you want to get into cell, hmm, yeah, may, like maybe if you want to get to like cell stuff, maybe it'd be like the mitochondria, which is like the the, the powerhouse power of the cell. Of the cell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's also yeah, I'll go with that. Cool. So we've got some. That's not really a body part, though, is it? Well, it could be uh, the muscle, right? In the sense, yeah, of muscles. The, yeah, let's so go with that. that's going to do lifting up the chain. Yeah. Uh, the chain is connected to the the flapper. Chain bone. The chain <laughs> bone is connected to the flapper bone. <laughs> uh, so what's the flapper? Well, the immediate thought is that it's the butt, but that's sort of the immediate thought for anything in a toilet, because it's like, the flapper is the thing that opens up to let the water in, right? Yeah, so yeah, the water that gets rushed into the toilet bowl to then... Well, I guess that's more like your esophagus then, isn't it? Oh, yeah! A little flappy doodle in your throaties. Because you put all the water into the toilet first, and that's like all food and water going into... Also, is the the toilet bowl the mouth? (laughs) Yeah, I I guess so, it has to be. (laughs) It's wide open. No, no, no! It's your stomach because okay. the mouth, the, the, the mouth, mouth would be your the butt. mouth is like the top. <laughs> the mouth is like the top. <laughs> and the butt is the is the food container that the food comes in. But mm, and it bypasses the mouth. <laughs> I don't know. This analogy is breaking it's down all, real all, quick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's too many openings. So many. Uh, okay, so we've got the flapper, which is like the esophagus. Oh uh, no, the uh, yeah. The no, what did you say it was? Yeah, see, or the epi- epiglottis. The epiglottis, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then you've got all the water rushing into the toilet, yeah, and taking all the waste away. So you've got the S bend, haven't you, or the P bend, or the U bend, whatever. You that call. is the s- small intestine. Mm, okay, so it's bendy. And then, so is the sewer the bowel? So large, yeah, yeah, yeah the large, large intestine, intestine and oh, all okay. that, and then the exit of the sewer is the butt. Yay! <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that analogy. No, it'll be used to teach you about toilets and human okay. bodies for years to come. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are more parts of the toilet, but that's that's a really nice basic basic thing uh, to to know. Yeah. Cool. I think that's it. Um. Before we go, actually, Steve, we talked a lot about poo. We didn't mention pee. Just got a quick question for you. How much urine can a human adult's bladder hold? I didn't know this until about half an hour ago. Mm, 1.2 litres. Oh, man, if only it could hold that much. Is it way less? <laughs> yeah, it's about half that. 500 mils. Okay. Yeah. Is that like the maximum or is that like average? I think it's, I think it's probably on like the... the biggest bladder in the world. Oh, I'm sure the biggest like... bladder in the world probably can hold double that. Okay, I was but... thinking more of more of like of that. like the world record Guinness World Record world for record, biggest bladder. Biggest bladder yeah. yeah, probably that much. Did, you, but, did yeah. you also know since we're talking about pee that birds can't pee? Yeah, pee. they just it's, it's all fact. it's all just one thing. It's just that's why their poop is so liquidy. Yeah, it's just it's efficient, isn't it? You just get it all out in one go. It's actually less efficient. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Because they have to turn the like urea into another compound. 
Is that the uric? Is it uric acid? Is that what they poop out? Yeah, I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. Oh. Birds. <laughs> <laughs> and that is how we are going to end. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of show we do, right? It's a fitting end. Yeah. Well, thank you, listeners, for coming on this journey with us from uh, reviewing public toilets here in London to talking about public toilets in all their wonderful forms, in all their wonderful places. Uh, Any final thoughts from you, Steve? Birds. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Just the same as you said. Thanks to anyone that was listening. And if you do want to hear more... uh, there's enough demand for mm-hmm. it <laughs> if we get an, an email maybe we'll, we'll we'll look at doing some more stuff but until then <gasps> thanks for listening bye, bye. <laughs>